Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Doug Steffen. Counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown. Now, seven after the hour, time for us to get into the chart list for the week of January 17th to the 21st. Thanks to the uh, good works, kind-heartedness of Michael Harrison. Kind-hearted because he's doing this as a public service so that you know what's going on in this uh, fabulous world of news talk radio. As you listen to the stations, don't you want to know what the top stories are every week? This is the place to find that out. Top stories, top people, all the work done by... The uh, folks at Talkers, listening to stations, talking to hosts, that sort of thing. So, Michael, you have culled out all of the big stories, taken the nonsense out, and putting the big stuff in. So you want to go through the big lists? Yeah, let's see what's happening here. This is a uh, snapshot of all of the yapping going on on the talk radio <laughs> shows across the country. This uh, very exciting week as we enter the, the realm of 2022. At number 10, we have the Tonga Volcano, and that's tied with climate change. At number 9, UK politics and Boris Johnson. At number 8, the Texas synagogue attack, and that's tied with the general topic of crime and violence. At number 7, U.S.-China-Russia relations, and that's tied with the Winter Olympics and Ukraine tensions. At number six, voter legislation and race relations. At number five, the 2022 midterm elections and Trump's role in the GOP. At number four, inflation, supply chain problems, and uh, labor force shortages. So the economy is at number four. At number three, health, COVID-19 the uh, Omicron variant, and that's tied with education. The um, schools are having a hell of a time dealing with all this. And we could talk about that a bit. At number two, what'd you say? I said because they don't, the leaders of our public school system, has no, they have no backbone. Uh, oh. they, they roll over, capitulate to the unions. It's ridiculous. Anyway, excuse mm. me. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay. I've heard that from a lot of folks. Yep. January 6th investigation is number two, and that's tied with Trump's New York Attorney General investigation. So he's got problems uh, on, on every front. Uh, number one, Biden's first anniversary press conference and his agenda. The people that uh, composed our conversations, at number 10, Boris Johnson, at number nine, a tie between... The fabulous, the dynamic duo of Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's at eight. Kevin McCarthy, seven. Number six, Ron DeSantis. An interesting name in the news. A couple of names in the news. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema at number five. Fauci's at four. The Attorney General of New York State, Letitia James, is at three. 
The aforementioned Donald Trump is at number two, and Joe Biden is at number one. It's been a, you know, it almost sounds crazy to say. It's yes. been a crazy week. It always yeah. is, though. It always is. So yeah. I find, as I look at I try to stay away from the Trump stories pretty much altogether because I find them to be boring, pedantic, etc. But the conclusion I've come up with, after all, the, he's, he's like the ever-ready bunny. He's still standing yeah. after people drop nuclear bombs on this guy. It's like water rolls off of him like it rolls off the back of a duck. Really, mm -hmm. all the, I mean, the guy's always under attack. And yeah. part of it they is... used to call Reagan the Teflon president. This guy right. <laughs> makes, yeah. makes Teflon, brings Teflon to a new level. Yeah. Do you think that's the case with the Chinese, Michael, in terms of how uh, CZ, whatever, however you know, Xi uh, Jinping, Xi Jinping. The, the way the uh, Chinese control the World Health Organization, and it appears they're controlling the Olympics as well, so much money involved in all of this stuff, People are outraged. Look at NBC not even sending reporters. Uh, the kinds of things that the Chinese are requiring of you if you go there to do with your phone. You all know they're going to be spying on you. Yeah. And what, well, They're spying on us now, here. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, li they're listening to us right now. Really? Up yours. Oh, yeah. That's about that. <laughs> it's pretty crude, but uh, folks, this is when we're in the danger zone, and I sit here holding my yes, holding <laughs> my breath. breath. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Go on. So the one, the thing that I had a, the hardest time with this week, you know, I look at all of these things, and I have my own discussions on the DJV program and other shows that I do. The Texas synagogue thing is what I had the most difficulty with this week, uh, uh -huh. and you can ask me why. It's just I. This guy, how he even got into the country, it, it flummoxes me. Well, mm. Where are the people that are supposed to be doing their jobs? This guy had no business getting into the country. Never mind going and doing what he did. He shouldn't have been here in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you look at th through the ranks of people and their anger aimed at religion or their prejudices or whatever they are. And maybe I can couple that with the realization this week that one of the former popes uh, has been found basically in absentia, because he's not with us any longer, of covering up all kinds of pedophile stuff. And then you wonder, you know, why is it that people are angry parents whose children were molested by Catholic priests? Why are they angry? And there's a good reason for them to be angry. I don't know that there's a good reason for this guy to be angry at Jews, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of anger is aimed at religion. I think that's a separate Entity, do you agree with that? Well, you're 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 combining a lot of issues. Yeah, here. I am. Yeah, uh, religion does cause uh, you know anger and 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 strife, and um, but so does politics. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, you know, we humans have figured out a way to fight over everything. Everything. So, uh, so <laughs> right. it, it's it's in our DNA. I mean, we have mm -hmm. to we have to really really dig down deep. It's going to be generational. It's going to take a long time, or some incredible event that we have no ideas lurking, you know, yeah. uh, or looming uh, to change our perspective. But, but it comes down to wrestling with our own nature. Um, and that's a very difficult thing to do. It, it's very complicated. Human nature. Yeah. Human nature, Human is, nature. Is, is remarkably complicated and, and we're at odds with ourselves. Each and every one of us have conflicts. And instead of taking responsibility for our own things, we're always looking for a goat. Like Fauci, he becomes the goat. 
Yeah. I, somebody yeah. came up with a new term this week, and you're welcome to use it, uh, the Center for Disease Confusion, because there's so much information that is either wrong uh, or they change it, or it's like uh, every day it seems that they're uh, the, uh, what do they call it, the guidelines. We follow the guidelines from the government, really. Mm. Uh, so, you know, people well, get you to, cynical you about the, that you stuff, to, too. You have to cut them a little bit of a break because uh, there's always confusion no. about disease. Mm -hmm. You know that. I mean, no, yeah. all doctors well, don't. Science you, and you, technology you, works against, you know, there's certain ways of looking at things like anything else. Yeah. Right? And people science. want, I think the expectation that there'll be some kind of a uniform, unified, official set of instructions uh, about this COVID thing is what leads to the disappointment and the repulsion at what seems like confusion, disingenuousness, changing minds, inconsistency. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think that these guys are bad guys. I think that they're just other humans trying to figure out the great unknown. And uh, because the crisis is so close to home in terms of each and every one of us personally, our families, our businesses, yep. it becomes more sensitive than if it's just you know, hey, well. There's different views on the flu, or there's different views on how to keep yourself uh, from gaining weight. Yeah. You know, I look forward to the days, I'm not a sports fan, but I'm looking forward to the days when, the, when some kind of a sports story uh, shows up on the countdown every week like it used to be, when there was less uh, huzzerai going on. Uh, speaking of that, I know you're a big football fan. No, I don't. And I don't follow football. I, I don't oh, like football. You gave up on it, did you? Because of the, I, I, I have no. I, I I don't like football. No, oh, I'm okay. not a football. Right. But go on. I, oh. I know about football. Go well, on. I, I don't know that I want. I, to I hate football. Uh, I hate huh? football. Wow. I'm kidding hey. with you. The Patri the Patriots lost. It was. Hey, they did lose. Yeah. Whenever but a team that I'm a fan of, I shouldn't even say that because now people will be turning off their radios because the Patriots <laughs> are hated so much across the country. But um, <laughs> you should never talk. They used to say, "Don't talk about religion." Sports or politics? Well, of course, What's we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, right. We're done. But okay, we're all <laughs> we're about gardening. See you, folks, next week. Same time, <laughs> don't, same don't you remember when? Don't you remember back in the, uh, the, the 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 days before media used controversy as as a um, attraction? <laughs> that yes. they used to say, if you want to get along with people, don't talk. Uh, at, you know, at the dinner table on Thanksgiving, yeah. don't talk mm -hmm. sports politics or religion religion i remember that that was like a, a golden rule well you know mm -hmm. throw that out the window but no i'm a big football fan i didn't mean to divert you but I know uh, you are. when your team loses and and i mean talk about all of our friends we must have a lot of listeners across uh, the part of texas that the dallas cowboys sure. you know are pop oh my gosh the the, the dallas cowboys nation as they call it mm -hmm. i mean they're they're crying i mean it, it, it's an emotional uh, let down <laughs> the cowboys lost the you know the first game of the playoffs patriots uh, looked like they were back and they're not really back yet they will be people put a lot of their heart and soul in it but what were you going to say about sports and we got a break coming up i didn't well, yeah to i want to i just thought you. maybe because you are a good prognosticator give us uh, your thoughts and we'll compare them to what uh, next week when we get together to what happens at the uh, behest of all of these players in the games this weekend and the impact that COVID is having on the game, et cetera, et cetera. A quick reminder about how Calitrin works. You know, half of us have gained weight during COVID, half of us. What are you doing about taking it off? Have you gotten onto a, an exercise program, a weight loss program, gyms, whatever it is? 
Let me suggest to you that you get all the help you need to keep the weight off by going to TopLoss.com. Check out Calitrin when you're visiting there. It'll certainly help. We're counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. 23 after the hour now. This is the Talk Radio Countdown Show. I'm Doug Steffen here with the editor and publisher of uh, Talkers Magazine, Michael Harrison, erstwhile member of Gun Hill Road. That's right. One of the uh, great rock groups of the 70s and 80s. And now working on yet another album, we had we we had a couple of good tunes last year. We had some fun with that last year. Yeah, you, I, this is they're an amazing group of guys. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why they keep me in the band. I mean, I'm the why least not? talented. <laughs> uh, I'm, as I said, I'm the. It's like being with a. It's like being on a basketball team. <laughs> you can't, you know, they're throwing the ball around you and it's so fast and, and making, you know, scores and, and you're standing there like, whoa, what do I do? And yeah. um, that's what it's like working with these guys. They're sharp and they're musical and it's really, it's a blessing in my life. I have a wonderful time being a member of Gun Hill Road. I just am not worthy of it, that's all. But oh, they don't my. know that. All yeah. right. So the uh, speaking of being a member of a group and being in this business or being in the business of uh, public communication, that's kind of what we do. We're public communicators. The people on the radio are, people in television are. Uh, the lady who is a reporter got run over by a car this week in <laughs> West Virginia. And I laugh about it because she was fine. She, would, she got bumped. The lady driving the car, uh, an SUV, knocked her down. And it looked at first like thump. she was run over. Yeah, boom. And she gets back up and starts continuing with the the uh, report and the guy who's in the studio is such a stiff this is one of the old ted baxter days you know you think those days are gone new no. watch this video <laughs> i know a number of them <laughs> yes exactly right these well, guys in the words in, in the view of this reporter yeah right <laughs> so anyway the lady is okay but you know you think about people don't uh, the people who run television stations, and on, it's becoming more people running radio stations, they don't understand or accept or like the gaffes, which makes the reporters, or in the case of us doing the radio, this kind of radio program, makes us believable. It makes it real. It makes it feel like, okay, yeah, these people are really, this is a, you know an interesting job. You get all kinds of opportunity in it. And, but, 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 We've gotten so, especially in radio, everything is produced. And the only thing that isn't these days is what you hear on news talk radio stations, right? The rest of the stuff is all canned and and uh, it's plastic and you know, might as well have a robot, which is, well, I guess, the, coming. The, the anyway. music, music, radio, music radio has become that way. But um, yeah. I, would say, I would say more than news talk radio, yeah. um, all news radio. Sports talk radio is very spontaneous, very unpredictable, very, yep. very exciting. Um, now, what, what's happened to music radio is a shame. Awful. Because it's a self-inflicted wound. Oh, and, um, and what's yeah, happened the... to music is a shame. You talk yeah. about music before. It's, it's, there's, there's an article that's floating around, ran in some major publication that everybody's been, I, I don't know where it ran, but it was very well written, that most of the music being sold today and most of the music um, that's being, you know, 
hit on in streaming is old music. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like 70% of the music that's being traded today in the music business is old music. Beatles, mm-hmm. Steely Dan, yeah. you know, <laughs> Doobie Brothers. Jimmy Soul. <laughs> Let's yeah, bring back J- Jimmy Soul's music. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. Meanwhile, in terms of broadcasters, Howard Stern says unvaccinated people shouldn't have access to hospitals. That's his. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? What do I say? No, it's Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. yeah he. There, there's still there's no wonder. But I, I'm not surprised somebody else hasn't said that, uh, frankly, uh, because oh, it's been said. It's been said. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We continue another half hour of our conversation about News Talk Radio. Michael Harrison here with Doug Steffen at 28 after the hour. Forty-four children have some kind of autistic problem. Children from low-income families were more likely to get diagnosed than those in wealthier families. Remember, low-income families with WIC or some kind of food supplementation, they can't get it unless the children are vaccinated. You said lower-income families. Yeah. They can't qualify for assistance if their kids aren't vaccinated. Now, that is a hmm. crime against nature. All DJV Health podcasts can be found at djvhealthshow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, 34 after the hours, we continue pursuing uh, the interest peaks that you have. We know you have them. You're interested, and we are here to appease that interest on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. I'm Doug Steffen with Michael Harrison, the editor and publisher of Talkers Magazine, going through the stories. And people, by the way, those lists appear every week in Talkers Magazine at Talkers.com and also on the DJV Show website, djvshow.com. The press conference, number one this week, Biden's first anniversary news conference on Wednesday. He said that he now wanted to split his Build Back Better legislative agenda into two things. He's being stymied by two. Isn't it interesting how two people can, in es- you know, really, in essence, uh, follow up the works and they can't really figure out a way around them. You've put them together, number five on the people list this week. Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, right? And well, then it's, uh, circumsta- Ritz- it's circumstantial. It's circumstantial because of the the closeness of of the numbers in Congress. Mm-hmm. You know, forty eight out of fifty senators agreeing within a party is amazing under other times. But but when when it's so perfectly divided, it gives any dissenting senator tremendous power. It, it has to do with the times and the numbers. It's not like, what's wrong with these guys? Why can't the entire Democratic Party be like-minded? In history, it's very seldom an entire party in Congress is like-minded. So it just is because of how close the balance is between the two um, sides of the aisle. Isn't that the way it's supposed to be, though? We're supposed to. I'd like to see a third party, actually, a legitimate third party. 
that would help I'd like to see a legitimate second more. party. <laughs> right. A legitimate a legitimate party per, you know, like, uh, hello. Yeah, no, seriously, the two-party yeah. system works. Three-party systems, four-party systems get dangerous because then you get uh, you can get a radical minority controlling mm-hmm. everything more so than Israel, we have now. England, Greece, yeah, the two you know. part, The two-party system yeah. works if there's compromise and consensus. But if they're totally, you know, corrupt in terms of doing whatever it takes to get their power, don't look for truth, cherry pick stories, um, lie, cheat, engage in unethical dirtiness, uh, mm-hmm. then it doesn't work. Lovely. But, you know, I, I hear you about a third party, but I, I, I meant it. I'd like to see the parties clean the up two. their act. Yeah. Because two works. Well, the American public wants that, it would seem. They'd like I to have know. a look at the survey that came out this week. I don't think it was discussed by. Uh, too many people, uh, but not only was uh, Biden's popularity down to like 27% or something, uh, but there was a survey done of the least most popular professions, and politicians came in at 13%. That is, they had a 13% approval rating among the 27,000 people that took the survey. So, you know, but they don't seem to get the message. They don't have to because they've managed to carve themselves out a niche where they keep hammering away looking for money so it gets into their campaign fine of course it it works works. for them not for the public but it works for them we keep falling into the same hole my god amazing um the um covid issue is number three this week on our story list or on yours not mine is your list the number hopefully it's everybody's list well yeah exactly yeah the idea is to satisfy people in their curiosity about what's going on in this is this the most vibrant of all formats on the radio? Hospitalizations leveling off. I know here in Massachusetts, where you and I are, uh, it's off uh, like in the last two, three days. Amazingly, uh, the charts are showing a steep decline in number of people on the East Coast, but it still is a problem. Midwest, I think it's beginning to decline substantially on the uh, on the West Coast as well. Uh, but... Mm. Most of the doctors who are following this carefully, we have two associated with the DJV program. Dr. Ken Kronhaus has uh, suggested that uh, the situation in Florida and elsewhere is really bad, uh, but will turn around very quickly this coming week. And by the 1st of April, this stuff should pretty much be gone. Uh, So, you know, we're going to have this element around for as long as we live. Uh, but how we deal with it. And then that comes back around to a lot of discussions this week, Michael, about how over the top we went. Now, looking back on the last two years, we've really, really messed this up. And education, which is number three, part of the COVID discussion, and what's going on in schools. My God, there's so many people. You, I made a quick comment at the beginning of our hour, and you said, yeah, a lot of people feel that way about how badly the educational institutions, public institution that we pay for has handled this with the unions and everything else yeah a lot of people are coming down on the unions but um again when you're in the trenches and you're a parent you're a kid you're a teacher uh, the reality is uh, it, it getting sick is not pleasant um and no uh, but how we re- i mean what's every it looking maybe it's hindsight monday morning quarterbacking but I said at the very beginning, I didn't. I, I certainly didn't approve. As a matter of fact, I was pretty outraged at the way things shut down as quickly as they did. We've had these things uh, before. The SARS thing that happened in 2008, 2009, 
it's pretty pretty serious, but the world didn't stop. How did it get to the point where we all kind of jumped on this bandwagon of shut everything down, close well, it down? Well, there's something. There's so, it, look, it, hindsight is twenty twenty yeah. uh, vision, uh, and I'm not saying it was right or wrong. All I'm saying is that it's much easier to comment on it after we understand it for two years. But um, let's face it: when when COVID nineteen, when the uh, Wuhan coronavirus that we all had to learn how to say. Um, f- broke on the scene in, uh, in late 19 as a rumor and early 20 as some kind of terrifying pandemic, it was a pretty scary disease. Um, let's not forget all the people on ventilators and people dying and, and the numbers that are in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Certainly people are going to be frightened and people are going to try to um, find remedies to stop it in its tracks. I remember when uh, Governor Cuomo, boy, did he go from a, a, a great guy to what you call <laughs> a the goat, goat. Yeah. Um, you know, and not to be confused with the new meaning of goat, which is greatest of all time um, in the sports world. Yeah. But um, he became a goat. But I remember when he sent the National Guard into Westchester. Remember at the very beginning, and everyone, oh, wow, what yeah. a decisive, what a decisive governor! And there was a mm-hmm. talk about somebody from Westchester had the audacity to get on the subway and go to Manhattan. It was like typhoid Mary. I yeah. mean, it was panic, and maybe rightly so. It was mm-hmm. different two years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, just we have to sort of cut people a break. Um, it, it 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 was different than SARS from my perspective. It yeah. was it was a terrifying. Uh, well, it was made to be terrifying by the news media. I'm not you don't think the hundreds of thousands of deaths were real? I think those numbers are, are co-opted, Michael. There are okay. any doctors that I've talked to, for the most part, no matter what side of the aisle they're on, will tell you that because hospitals were getting paid a $2,000 bounty for everybody that they declared dead because of COVID, they were inflating the numbers in large numbers. People that were sick with diabetes or had pneumonia or had other things that the end of the if you walked into a hospital and shot somebody who was sick with diabetes does that make your crime any less offensive i mean i'm not saying it's less offensive i'm just saying that the attributes to the continuing fear-mongering and building up these numbers all the time was uh, i think a false narrative that just is the way it struck me anyway Mm -hmm. well a lot of people agree with you and that's part of what the whole politicized debate is about yeah Right. But, uh, we, now, we as a result, one direction. when we look yeah. at the uh, the uh, stories that have continued uh, the business of what we, you know, our, our economic realities, if you will, that's been a story that's been in the top 10 for a long time because of this. Uh, one of the things that we're going to have to encounter is local school boards promising to tutor students to re- who are trying to recover from virtual school because much of it didn't work. Kids yeah. didn't learn anything. So more expense, more creative. And I I put it on the lap of the Chinese government. That's uh, all of it. So uh, anyway, let me pause for a moment here, and then we'll continue. I want to focus on what the MH interview is this week. Michael Harrison with Doug Steffen. How does Calitrin support weight loss? Wow. This Let me count the ways. And especially when you learn, you look around and see all the people this year has been land office business, maybe for a couple of reasons, because people couldn't last year get into the gyms and uh, do things together with people, but now they can, even though masks are required in most gyms, they're there. People are trying to lose that weight they gained. Half of us gained weight 
during COVID and certainly during the last holiday season wasn't helped because people were trying to get out and they were enjoying themselves. And so along with that comes weight gain. Right now, Calitrin is available at toploss.com. They have no shortage supply chain problems. A lot of other folks do in various businesses, including this one. So if you want to avail yourself of the best way, the best way in the world to lose the weight and keep it off safely, naturally, the healthy way, then you go to toploss.com. Don't sacrifice your health. Once you've lost the weight, keep it off. Please do that. Let's check it out at toploss.com. And when you do check out, use the DJV discount code. Uh, so you don't have to pay for shipping and you get the best, the best uh, combo, like four months. You buy four months and get four months free. That's at toploss.com. We're counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. The Talk Radio Countdown. Stephen J.J. Wiseman is here on the Talk Radio Countdown Show at 53 past the hour. Dr. Wiseman is a lawyer and a college prof, teaching all kinds of things to a young, impressionable minds. Amazing. I don't even know what he's teaching them today. <laughs> I know what he's supposed to be teaching. Whether that's getting through or not, I guess, remains to be seen. Still in private practice as a lawyer as well. So the uh, list this week, the top 10, includes the uh, January 6th investigation and uh, Trump's in being investigated by the New York Attorney General, Ms. James. So uh, this guy, I have likened him to Ronald Reagan in terms of the Teflon. Uh, this, everybody, <laughs> right? I mean, everybody's trying to sue this guy. They're trying to get him. It's like water falling off of the back of a duck. I don't think, does he take this stuff seriously? And, you know, from there, we can go any number of directions. But he does have a lot of uh, legal bills, I'm sure, at the end of the month. Yeah, and he's stiffed a lot of lawyers, too, uh, yeah. which isn't a, a good practice. <laughs> a, when it no comes surprise. To that. Well, you know, yeah. the, the thing is, and I, you're echoing a, a lot of the things that my wife says. She said, you know, they're never going to get him. He stalls it. He stalls it. And frankly, the easiest thing to do in the law is to stall. And he's managed to do that uh, quite expertly. And when he was uh, acting as president, uh, there were legitimate precedents for stalling uh, cases against him even further. But eventually, even though the wheels of uh, the law go slowly, they do catch up. And uh, the the charges uh, in New York dealing with falsifying uh, records and values of property, uh, down, downsizing the amounts uh, when it came to uh, uh, taxes and real estate taxes, but then um, falsifying the amounts upward when he was looking for, for loans. Uh, those are really significant charges, and uh, they're coming to a head. And he's pretty much exhausted his ways of stalling that. Same thing with uh, going to the Supreme Court, which was very interesting, uh, the Supreme Court that he pretty much packed. It was an eight-to-one uh, judgment, and I'm even surprised that Clarence Thomas didn't go along with it, uh, that the, uh, the records that he wanted to hide saying presidential privilege, he had about the same presidential privilege that Richard Nixon had, which was none applied to this. There was no legal support for it. So ultimately... 
Um, I think he's going to pay the piper. Uh, we will see what happens, but uh, he's going to have his day in court, and I don't think they're going to or days, and I don't think they're going to be good days for him. Well, that'll be flushed out for sure. Uh, when it comes to COVID, uh, there are a couple of different things floating around: the mask situation, who's suing whom. Uh, you may or may not have noticed that an American Airlines 777 yeah. that had taken off from Miami headed to London was out an hour and the the flight attendants were trying to get this woman to put her mask on and she said no so they told the pilot and pilot said okay we'll fix this they turned the plane around went back to Miami and the woman as soon as the door opened was taken off the plane by the police uh, so I am surprised you know, that she was alive when they got there because uh, <laughs> I can imagine I, if I was if a passenger on that plane I wouldn't have right. been terribly happy about yeah. that well what's the thing about you were going, you know, whether you agree or you don't agree with it, if you're going to get on to a private carrier whose rules are, according to the government, yeah. you wear the mask, then you wear the mask. You're not there to trailblaze. And think of how selfish it is, never mind legally, but how selfish it is for someone in that circumstance to have ruined a vacation for whatever or a business trip for a couple of hundred people that had to either get on another plane or wait till tomorrow or not go. Because they canceled the flight. so Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree with every word you say. And uh, I don't think our society is necessarily that litigious. I think um, the reporting makes it seem that way. However, in this case, oh, they, people will Go be suing that, that lady's uh, whatever off. Okay. So how about quickly an international tribunal to get to the bottom of what's going on with China? The way the Olympics have been handled, the, the Olympic Committee is corrupt. Uh, the World Health Organization is corrupt. And, uh, but the international community seems to be turning a blind eye or ear to this. Why can't we go get them? It is difficult, and particularly with a, uh, a society and a government like China, which once again can use arcane laws to uh, stall any real solid investigations. I'm not even convinced that the Olympics will go off. I really am not. Yeah, I, I think you may be right about that. NBC won't like it, but uh, you know, it's just it's too much. All right, Stephen, thank you. I, I usually call you Stephen. Stephen J.J. <laughs> Wiseman here with his legal points of view from the story list, the charts from Talkers Magazine here on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. The Talk Radio Countdown, the Talk Radio Countdown Show is a production of Stefan Multimedia, produced by Bob K. Sound and Recording. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.